Now it's time for the weather with Cliff Mass and KNKX environment reporter Bellamy Palethorpe. Well, it's been rainy and cool lately, and the forecast for Memorial Day weekend does look like it's improving a bit. Still, the clouds we've been experiencing are nothing like the ones that formed after the eruption of Mount St. Helens 40 years ago this week. I'm Bellamy Palethorpe with Cliff Mass from the University of Washington. He has done quite a bit of research about how that big blast affected the weather locally. We'll hear more about that in just a bit. First, though, let's hear your forecast for now, Cliff. Bellamy, I have a favorable forecast for this weekend. We've been through the worst, and we'll see an improving trend. Today, temperatures will get up maybe to around 60, you know, quite a few clouds. But as we get into the weekend, a ridge of high pressure is going to build in. So I expect a warming trend, maybe like 65 in the Puget Sound lowlands on Saturday and probably close to 70 as we get into Sunday. I don't think there's much chance of precipitation here in the interior of western Washington. There could be a weak system coming into the northern coast, so there may be some high clouds, but I think the weekend should be pretty good. And that should continue into Monday, where it'll probably be around 70. The next rain is going to happen on Tuesday as a weak system comes off the Pacific. So a pretty decent Memorial Day weekend, hopefully. But Cliff, I want to talk about the 40-year anniversary of Mount St. Helens. I was here back then when it erupted. I remember ash all over the cars in Olympia, but I was really young. You actually were a working scientist at the time, and you got to study it and co-publish some articles about how it affected the weather. That's right. One of the great tragedies of my life is I wasn't here when it happened. (laughs) But I was so excited about it that I did do a number of papers on the effects of St. Helens and other volcanoes. These were done with Alan Roebuck, who was also a professor, as I was, at the University of Maryland at the time. And what did you find? Well, what happened was, as the plume, the dust veil from the volcano went over eastern Washington, it turned day into night. And that had a huge impact on temperatures. Instead of the temperatures rising during the day as the sun warmed the surface, Basically, all the solar radiation was either reflected to space or was absorbed by the cloud. And in the total darkness, the temperatures stopped rising. In fact, the temperatures in much of eastern Washington remained constant for about 12 to 18 hours. So we had profound cooling from eastern Washington all the way into Idaho. So that was stage one of the adventure. But then at night, the opposite happened. The thick volcanic clouds kept the heat in. Normally at night, the Earth radiates infrared energy to space and that allows it to cool. But if you had that cloud there, it acted like a blanket. And so they didn't cool off at night. So they were cooler during the day, but they were warmer at night over eastern Washington and out into Idaho and Montana. And by how much, exactly how much did this plume of ash affect the temperature? Well, Alan and I got at that what we did is we used forecast model output to tell us what the temperatures would have been if the cloud had not occurred. And what we found is that during the day in eastern Washington, the temperatures were suppressed by about 8 degrees centigrade. So that's like 15 degrees Fahrenheit. And then during the night, it was warmed up by probably on the order of 10 to 12 degrees Fahrenheit. So cooler during the day, but warmer at night. And by a lot, it sounds like. But there wasn't a real long-term cooling effect. Why is that? That's right. 
Now, some volcanoes eject a lot of sulfur dioxide into the stratosphere, which turns into little particles that reflect solar radiation to space, and that causes cooling for one to two years. Mount St. Helens didn't do that. Much of the blast stayed in the lower atmosphere, but more importantly, that volcano did not have a lot of sulfur in the effluent from the volcano, didn't get much into the stratosphere, and so... After a few weeks, there was virtually no sign in weather or climate or anything else of the volcano. It was interesting. It did not have a long-term effect. All right. Thanks, Cliff. Sure, Bellamy. Professor Cliff Mass teaches atmospheric sciences at the University of Washington, and we talk every week at this time via Skype. You can subscribe to podcasts of our weekly conversations at our website, knkx.org, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bellamy Palethorpe, KNKX News.